You're listening to the Do Something More podcast, and this is episode 14 with Jody West and Help Me Grow, Connecting Families to Community Resources. Welcome to the Do Something More podcast, a service-oriented show where we highlight the helpers who inspire us all to do something more. I'm your host, Melissa Draper. Thank you so much for being here. All right, welcome to another show here uh, with Do Something More. And today we are talking about the organization Help Me Grow. And I've invited a guest to come on that works with that organization, Jody West. And I'm so grateful that she's here on the show with me today. So Jody, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I would love to just have you start off maybe giving us a little introduction of yourself and then also um, what Help Me Grow is exactly. Yeah, so I am the outreach manager for Help Me Grow Utah. I have been with Help Me Grow for just over eight years now and just love the model of what we work with. I have always worked in social services and Uh, just feel like Help Me Grow is the place for me right now. I am from Utah and work with Help Me Grow Utah and uh, just have had the opportunity to live in multiple spots across our state. And just one of my passions is really just helping families and individuals understand that there are resources and helps and supports out there for you to really just know that you're not alone in no matter what situation you're in. And I feel like Help Me Grow has really helped me find that place and know that I can help others really become aware of that. So let me just share a little bit about Help Me Grow and how that fits into that. Yeah, I love that. Help Me Grow came to Utah um, back in 2010 uh, because United Way of Utah County kind of came together um, with multiple other organizations and we're trying to figure out what are some of the gaps that we have in our community? What resources are we missing? And really it came about that there was some gaps in the early childhood of really a centralized access point for parents to know what kind of resources are available to help in the early childhood realm. So United Way of Utah County kind of took it upon themselves to try to find some type of model that either they wanted to create or was already available that they could bring to Utah County to pilot it. And so uh, they actually found the Help Me Grow model. It started back in Connecticut in the 90s by a pediatrician, actually, that realized there was a disconnect between him as a doctor and the community and knowing what kind of resources that he could help families get connected to and help their child develop and progress well in those early years. So Help Me Grow connected with Help Me Grow National, learned all about their model and realized this is what we need here in Utah. So in 2010, we were able to start with very few employees, a little bit of funding, a lot of volunteers, really just to kind of get things going. And here we are, you know, just over 13 years later, a much bigger staff. We are now statewide serving any family with no income barriers. 
So really Help Me Grow, our model is um, supporting women that are pregnant or have children birth through the age of eight and can come to us in a virtual setting. So everything we do is through phone call, through text, through email, through mail, really just trying to answer any kind of parenting support type questions that may come up. That can include child development type questions. That can include what kind of resources are available in the community, and we can use our resource database to help parents become aware of things happening in their community, as well as informational things. We have a lot of rural parts in Utah that, you know, there maybe are not as many resources, or we have parents that want to really just try to have different things to try at home based on their child's situation. So we also send a lot of informational tips and ideas for parents to try in home as well to really help their child in whatever stage they're at. To help us with this, um, we do offer four different screenings that can be completed in home. So it's sent to parents to complete. All these screenings are at no cost for any parent in Utah. They're welcome to do any of these screenings directly from our website, helpmegrowutah.org. And we really utilize these screenings. Our parent support specialists are the ones sending them to families, talking to them about results, talking to them about resources, um, and really just helping make those connections um, for these parents. And the screenings help guide us in that. Right. Oh, that is such a great service. And I love, I want to go back, I love how you mentioned how this whole organization and model kind of started um, with realizing that there was a gap there in way, what maybe a, a pediatrician or someone else was diagnosing and getting parents the resources that they need to help their children and, and to feel empowered to be able to know what to do right. to help their kids. Yes, definitely. Yes, it was a pediatrician back in Connecticut, and he's still very involved at the Help Me Grow national level and really just trying to help other pediatricians across the nation as well recognize, you know, we really need to help parents feel like they have that support. We recognize they're the number one teacher, they're the number one support for a child. What resources can we get them to help them through this time? Yeah. And it can be a very vulnerable time as a young mother trying to learn about um, your child and all of those things. And to have any support you can can be great. Um, yes, definitely. I know. I know. With a couple of my children, they ended up needing some speech therapy services. But when I was first navigating that, it was just things I recognized as a mother, and I had no idea where to go or what to do. And um, eventually, obviously, figured it out um, by asking lots of questions and doing lots of research. But the idea of just of having an organization like this where you can go to and where they can guide you through that process, I think would have been so helpful to me as that time. Yes, definitely. And we hear that so often from parents is we wish you would have been around years ago. Right. And really, that is our goal is we do have a whole outreach team across the state. We're really trying to spread the word, but anything we can do to help more parents become aware that there are supports is our goal. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, do you have any um, specific stories or things that you've observed as you've seen this program and the way it works um, help families? Yeah, definitely. We do collect success, success stories and we see them, 
you know, regularly amongst our team and we talk about it amongst our team and hear so many. And I do have a few specific ones that I do want to share. Yeah, uh, I'd love to hear things that have happened within our organization recently. Um, so this one actually comes from our outreach team. So one of the things that we do in our outreach team is we actually partner with many of our local libraries and go in at a time that they're already offering a playtime and offer these screenings for parents to complete there at the library with their child. Oh, so what a great that, idea. Yeah, so this is a great time. They're already playing. These screenings are so activity-based anyways. We just want you to sit and play with your child. This is a great place to do it. And so this library actually, after this playtime, emailed and just shared this from her experience. This was one of the newer libraries. We hadn't done much with them in the past. And um, this was kind of her experience with it. And she was just so grateful that we had started these playtimes with her because she had had a young mother with uh, with a daughter that had Down syndrome and had been trying to work with her to help her, you know, find helpful resources. But again, it's so hard to navigate just this poor mom was just feeling so discouraged. And since this outreach worker on our team went and presented and did this playtime and helped this mom become aware of Help Me Grow, what this librarian that she had been talking to um, know several weeks later that her attitude had completely changed, that she had actually mm-hmm. called Help Me Grow, that one of our parent support specialists was able to give her a lot of resources including ones that helped her manage some of her financial burdens because of her daughter's medical condition. She mentioned that she was feeling just so much more energized and excited and wanted to start mentoring programs for families in similar situations so that they didn't have to struggle the way she did. So, you know, her just becoming aware of those resources, what a difference it made. And also in that library, like helping her know having Help Me Grow come in and other organizations come in can be beneficial to her as a librarian as well. Yeah, what a great, great experience. And I can completely relate to that as a mother, um, those feelings of overwhelm that you get sometimes and how simply with some information and with someone showing you, you know, what the next step can be, changes that overwhelm to feeling empowered and wanting to do everything you can to help your child. Right. And so that's, I love that. It's a great story. Did yes. you say you had another one you wanted to share? Yeah. yeah. And we're definitely here to empower those families. We want them to have that hand up and those resources. But yes, I want to share another one of a family that recently came to us. Um, this just kind of shows the importance of doing screenings with your child and not just doing it once, but doing it ongoingly throughout their early childhood. So these screenings, as I mentioned, are available one month to five and a half. And we usually encourage parents to complete them about every four to six months because the screening does change because the child's milestone changes. So this is just one that kind of shows how that works with this parent. So the child came to us from their doctor at 22 months old really because there was a concern of a disability and wanted to become aware of resources and needed to know, you know, what kind of avenue did they need to take to get some kind of diagnosis or more additional help. And so we did start by sending um, the mom the screening, the ages and stages questionnaire screening to look at general development. And there's five areas of development that this looks at. I kind of had mentioned it's the communication, gross motor, fine motor, personal, social, so interaction with others, as well as problem solving. That first screening that they did at 22 months, he was 
completely in the concerning area in all five areas, which, you know, wasn't a complete surprise. We knew there was a disability, but also knew that the family hadn't accessed a lot of resources yet to try to help with this. So not only did we try to help them get connected with resources in the community, but also really help the mom know, like, here's some activities you should be doing in home to really help in these different areas to try to help you know what activities are appropriate as well at that age to help your child develop well so that they're not getting frustrated and trying to get their child to do things that maybe aren't age appropriate yet, right? especially with a child with a disability. So mom did report back that she had been practicing and played with him frequently and doing those specific activities. And she actually screened again about five months later and showed so much improvement, especially in four of the different areas. Only one came back in the concerning area and the rest were only in the monitoring. Like it's it's improving, but let's continue to monitor to see where we're at. She completed the next screening at 30 months. And by this point, he was typically, typically developing four out of the five domains. So this just shows really, in my opinion, how the screening really helps look at, okay, what areas do we need to look at? What activities are appropriate? And then what activities can we send them in addition to what mom's already doing to really just try everyday activity and play to help her child develop a way that he needs to. Mom definitely was so grateful for that help and recognized, you know, how screenings helped her through that. And it helps alleviate so much frustration in knowing what should I be doing with my child. Yeah. And again, empowering them to know exactly where they can help. And I think I love the other thing I love about these stories you've shared as well and the screenings that your organization does is I learned with my children, I like I said, in our speech therapy journey, was that the earlier you can realize that there's a place that you need to work on or, or some help, the better. Yes. And as soon as you can start working on those skills, it's amazing the progress that you can see made. And all my children did it before, um, the, my children that did speech therapy, they did it before they entered school and they were all up to normal where they needed to be by the time they started kindergarten. And so um, those resources really can help your kids progress the earlier you can catch some of those those places they're struggling. Yes, 100% agree with that. The earlier we can help connect children to the help and support that they need or parents need, the easier it is for them, you know, to learn. Um, their brains just absorb so much in those first three to five years um, right. that they're able to really navigate and do so much better if those first few years go so well for them. Right. And it can be great as a parent, you're learning, especially when it's maybe your oldest, you're learning right along with them. So it can be great for you to have the opportunity to learn how to help each of your children individually as well. Yes, yes. And individually, and you mentioned oldest, but I often get parents that are like, I felt like my oldest was so easy, but now I just don't even know what to do. This one's so different, you know? Right, each child's so unique. Yes, children do not come with manuals. They're all so different, you know, what can we do to help them? And your questions may vary from your first to second to third or more children. You just, you never know what you're going to get. Right, and it's, it's so great to know that there are resources out there to help you every step of the way. I just, I love that kind of theme here with your organization that no one has to be alone in this right. parenting journey. 
Exactly. And that is our goal is we want every parent to feel like they have that support. That's great. Well, another thing I love about Help Me Grow and how I learned about you is I do know that you partner with other um, organizations. And the way that I originally learned about you was my family found one of your service projects on Just Serve. And we did it together as a family. And um, so I love, I would love to hear about some of those ways that you um, partner with other organizations. And also this podcast is all about service. So I love um, introducing others to um, ways and ideas that they can serve. Yeah. First off, thank you again so much for volunteering and, you know, making those for Help Me Grow. We definitely appreciate that. I do want to give maybe just a brief background of how that got started. So yeah, that would be great. In March 2020, as we all know, um, pandemic hit and our outreach team, we kind of went, how do we still make these connections? We can't be in person doing outreach. We're not going to have events that we go to anymore. Um, We could no longer get into those libraries that we get into and do playtimes. Like, how are we still going to keep these partnerships going and be able to get positive child development information out in the community? And I just had this idea. I was like, well, one of the things that we always have on hand when we go out into two events is we have volunteers and that dye hard noodles for us that kids can make little necklaces out of. And that is actually one of the questions on the ASQ screening at about two and a half years old as to whether a child can string items together. So we always have those on Mm -hmm. hand and let children make necklaces to take home. And we happen to have quite a few of these on hand Um, And I said to our director at the time, what if we just made a little slip information paper to put in there um, that explains to parents why this is a good child development activity, along with information of how they can connect with Help Me Grow for more information. And she's Mm -hmm. like, we might as well. We have so many of these in storage. Let's give it a try. Why don't you reach out to a couple of your libraries and see if they'd be willing to hand them out because they're, you know, giving they were still like allowing families to come pick up holds and things like that. And so, um, so these local libraries that we had outreach workers nearby, um, we would just drop them off and they loved it so much. They're like, how about you continue to do this? And so we were like, okay, let's make this happen. How do we work? And it's kind of evolved to, we've learned a lot through it of what kind of activities work. So we pull a lot of uh, simple activity ideas from, just our ages and stages questionnaires or the activity sheets that go along with it. And we have volunteers put together these little activity kits that would include information on why this is a good activity for your child to do as along with, you know, again, how can they connect with help me grow for more information. And it just has blossomed and bloomed and grown so much more than we ever thought that it would just to give you an example, last month, May 2023, we -hmm. gave out probably just over 7,500 kits to organizations across the state because so many are wanting them now. So we usually, we usually post a new one about every two months. um, And we do try to have it vary amongst different types of development. So we'll have some that are, you know, focused on fine motor, some focused on communication, and just the different of areas of development to try to vary it in that realm as well. It has actually grown so much that it is outside of our team's ability to continue to do it. And so we 
put in for a grant through the AmeriCorps VISTA program and are going to be hiring someone soon that can be just over that in trying to continue to get volunteers amongst and from all over our state and getting these donations. Um, We use it in our outreach. We use it in connecting with other organizations, with libraries. So all across the state, these little activity kits that really may seem so simple, but are such good positive child development activities that children can be doing to develop well um, is really our ultimate goal with it. And honestly, we couldn't do it without the help of so many volunteers across the state. And we definitely appreciate them and everything that they do. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So many organizations, I think, especially nonprofit organizations had to be creative during that shutdown with the COVID pandemic on how yes. they can still reach though because they knew that there's there's still so many people in need that need those services and I love how the creativity and what you came up with has now gone beyond that and become something that's an integral part of your organization and what you do yes yeah it it has improved partnerships we've had across the state it's improved you know we have families say, oh, we love your kits. We get them every time it comes to the library. Um, we know this is something good for our child to do. And so we definitely just want it to be, you know, early childhood focused, but helping parents know the importance of it as well. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you mentioned the noodle necklaces because that was the first one I did with my family. Nice. <laughs> I yes. made those with my kids when they were <laughs> younger. So it was fun to have them help me make them. Yes. As older kids to give to others that could yeah. use them. So yeah, that's great. And again, it all ties back into that development. You know, like I said, that is part of that screening. We definitely want children having those in their home so that they're they're developing well. Right. Well, I will leave links to the current projects you have on Just Serve um, in our show notes for anyone that would like to serve because I love it's so easy to do as a family or as an organization. Um, to do one of those projects. And and it's great. So I will leave links to that. But um, I would also would you like to share any um, final advice and then also where others can find you if they want to know more information? Yeah, definitely. Um, really, final advice is if you're a parent, we recognize you're doing everything you can. You love your children and you're their best teacher and their best support. But if we can help you at Help Me Grow with any questions that you have, please reach out to us. We're always happy to help um, support you and help you know what resources are available. We love getting families connected to the screening. So if you even just want to do a screening, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Our website is helpmegrowutah.org. You can also call or text us on our main line, um, which is 801-691-5322. And we're always happy to um, help connect and support any of you in wh- whatever you know realm of life you're in with your children. Again, pregnancy, birth through the age of eight is our focus. Um, if you're not in Utah, there are other Help Me Grow affiliates across the U.S. Um, that you could potentially connect with if you are needing that in your area. You're welcome to go to, there's a Help Me Grow national website uh, that you can go to as well, and you can find what other affiliates are available to help you um, in your local area. If there's not a Help Me Grow 
A lot of times there may be another organization within the state that maybe does something similar. If you're really at a draw, like if we can help you, we're always happy to try to help make those connections wherever you are. Right. And you mentioned um, at the beginning of the show, you're connected with United Way, which is also a national organization that I know can point people to those resources as well. Correct. Yes. And ultimately what it comes down to, um, United Way, you know, across the nation partners as well with two-on-one as well. So two-on-one is also a phone line um, that anyone can call in if you're looking for resources. So if Help Me Grow is not available, two-on-one could be an option as well to look for those community resources or support you in finding those. Wonderful. Well, I will put some links to all of those in our show notes as well. And um, I just want to thank you so much, Jody, for coming on the show today and for giving this reminder to all parents that we are not alone and there's many resources out there to assist us um, in the different ways that we're, we're caring for our children. Yeah, thank, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. That concludes my interview with Jody, and I loved learning more about their organization, Help Me Grow and Help Me Grow Utah. As I mentioned, I first learned about it with a small service project I did with my family, Um, but I loved learning about more about what they do. And I just think, especially uh, remembering when I was a young mother to my young children, that it's so helpful to know that there are resources and organizations out there that can help give us knowledge as a parent and connect us to the resources we might need for our children. And especially in those situations when your child's been diagnosed or uh, you've become aware of some help that they need in a certain area, it can feel so overwhelming and daunting to know how to move forward and, and to tackle that situation sometimes. And I just love how Help Me Grow uh, helps parents in those areas by empowering them with the information and knowledge they need and directing them to the resources that they need. And it's just, it's great to know that as a parent, you're not alone. And I, I love that service that they fill. I also loved how she shared about that creativity from the pandemic and lockdown has created this whole new side to their organization and this service that they provide And they're helping many families, again, in their community connect to those resources. But they're also helping families and organizations find meaningful service projects to do. Like I said, we've done a couple of those as a family. And one of my children have even used one of them to do with their youth group as an activity. And so they're they're great service projects. They're simple to do. And as Jody mentioned, they really are making a difference and fulfilling a need within the community. So I will also put links in the show notes, um, not only to help me grow, but also to some of their current projects that they have on Just Serve. If you're interested in doing those uh, with your family or with another group, uh, it can be a great way um, to serve and give back. So Thank you so much for being here today. If you found this information in this episode helpful and you thought of someone that could use this information, please share the episode with them. Let them know about the good things Help Me Grow is doing. And also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please follow our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. And also, please leave a review if you would like to do that. I would love it as a host. It's how 
this podcast gets seen and discovered by new listeners. So thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next time.